Y'all, welcome back. I am. I'm very excited right now. Eric is here. Vance should have been here, but he's got uh, he's got shit he's got to deal with. Don't worry about that. We are very uh, very lucky to have get it. Hannah Oswald is here. Um, you probably know her, uh, and if you don't, then she's actually the sister of the guy that we interviewed last week, and uh, she also was arrested for heroin trafficking. Kidding. I was. Yes. Kidding. Now then, uh, I, I mean, this is just apparently becoming a, a customary intro uh, question, but where are you and how's life with COVID, man? What's what's going on? Oh, um, I am in Austin, Texas. Life with COVID with two small children is horrific. Um, it's actually better, you know, that we're all vaccinated. Um, nice. But yeah, 2020 was a really terrible year. 2021 is not shaping up to be a whole lot better, but yeah. we're happy. We're healthy. Um, hey. And yeah, we're just... Are you... Are you like going places like Chuck E. Cheese, stuff like that? Or no. are you reserved? I, we're pretty reserved. So, yeah, we, I'm, we're seeing my family. So my two brothers and their kids. And um, my older son is in like a pod preschool with just cousins. Um, oh, but that's cool. we're still really like masking up, being yep. pretty conservative. Um, even though I've, I have had a breakthrough case. So I feel more safe than I would, I guess, without having that. But yeah, pardon my ignorance. What you you've you've had it before? Well, yeah, I got the vaccine and then I got COVID. I guess. Oh. However, I did not know I had COVID. So testament to getting the vaccine. But um, I did the UT antibody test, uh, where like they test your blood and see if you have how high your antibodies are from the vaccine and from an infection. And I tested as having antibodies from both the vaccine and an infection. So apparently. I have had a recent COVID infection, but had no symptoms whatsoever. So I do feel safer than I did, uh, you know, than I would, you know, without having had an infection. Well, because the fear is gone, right? Like, the uh, yeah. you know, like oh, if I get COVID, something's going to happen. It's like, yeah. well, it happened and I had no idea. Right. Not a That's clue. That's wild. Isn't that, that really wild? is. So yeah, get I, mean, I guess that is a testament to, to the vaccine. Man. True. That's uh, good. Yeah. I'm glad you had it. Otherwise, I Me could. Too. Like, I got a buddy right now. He he has missed 11 days of work and he's yeah. lost like 20 something pounds. Like it's wild, and he's unvaccinated, so that's probably wild. Oh. I had a family member who was in the ICU and it's uh, still on oxygen. Holy I'm fuck! So- and they were not vaccinated. It's been. I'm sorry. So, yeah. It, yeah. Get vaccinated mm-hmm. if you hear my voice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all, it, all you know, the, the millions of you listening. Get yeah, vaccinated. please, just, please yeah. get vaccinated. Um, okay, so what we're what we're going to try to talk about tonight, and I do mean try because Vance is the the most vocal Aggie fan right. I know, uh, literally of anybody, and we we all you know know plenty of people that went to A and M, including Hannah. Me. So we're going to talk about Aggies, but I mean Hannah. Thankfully, Hannah is like basically the number one super fan. I mean, all about the traditions, all yes. about the Aggie life. Yeah. All, I mean, you were in the in the core, the cadets, I right? Was. <laughs> I was. I was first marching, female cadet marching in those <laughs> boots. I, I think there were. Were there? I have no idea. Oh, I be- thing. Yes, I think so, guys. Uh, truly, don't quote me on this. I am pretty sure they allow women in the core. I like that you even we can't be sure of it. That's a, I that's do, a I testament not, to what I, AM is, right? Is uh, like we can't be sure of it. I do not know. Yeah, I, mean, I don't 2021, know. It's twenty twenty one. There were certainly that. not female like yell leaders, you know, like the the guys who like lead all the yells. There were like at, at when I went, there were no females. I think I've read recently that they have allowed like a female yell leader, but certainly not when I was there. But that's yeah. The wild okay. Place. So I I don't even know how to like ask all of these questions. Yeah. Because I mean I, I admit a lot of them are just like 
a lot of them are so just like open ended. Like, yeah. you know, okay, here's just, just, and the answer could be you don't remember. So, like, that's fine. But, like, what was the first thing you noticed? Like, what was like the first thing you showed up to Aggieland? You showed up okay. to, to Bryan College Station, yeah, day one or whatever. Like, you moved in and you kind of because like, that's just a wave. But, like, yeah, now that you're there, you're settled. What, what did the vibe, what was the first thing you like? Well, I can hey. tell you, I do remember this very vividly because we like settled in and I had to, we all had to go to orientation where they tell you just so you know, like, general, like, be safe, be smart, whatever. But we're all freshmen, and I remember they all started off by doing, so, I don't know, yeah, for people who didn't go to A&M, like, each class has a certain yell that they are, they do at games, a lot of places that they do, and, like, you are supposed to participate in this yell for your class, and, like... Like, freshmen have one, sophomore Yes, have one. and, like, the infamous, like, whoop, you can only do as an upperclassman, um... But so freshmen have their own yell. And so we start this orientation off and everybody does this yell. And I remember being beyond confused. And I asked, I cannot remember who I went with, but I was like, how does everybody know to do the same thing? Like, how did they, like, did we vote on like what? Because I thought it was like made up. And I was just like, did, did people vote on like which chant we wanted to do? Like, how was this the one selected? I mean, I was just like so full of questions, not knowing, of course, that like, every year like it's been the same for years like yeah. the freshmen have this Literally year the sophomore have this yell like i had no idea and i was just like how does it it felt so bizarre to me i was just like how does everybody know how to do i should have done honestly more research <laughs> no, across I like the board <laughs> i'm picturing like you know in in, in every musical like either on stage or, or movie when like you know eight ten twelve characters all yeah. break out and choreograph song and dance i'm picturing you in yes. that musical just going well i don't what it, huh? it was truly how I, it was yeah, and and I picked AM. Truly, I I really did not know, and this is absolutely my bad. Like I, people warned me. They were like, they have a lot of traditions. I'm like, well, sure. Like I don't really know what that. Sure, like that. You know, like I don't know. Of course they do. It's a college. Yeah, that yeah, it's a college. Like people love their colleges. That makes sense to me. But I did not realize like how fervent kind of people were about AM and how many traditions there were and how. Um, like much you were looked down on if you did not really like enjoy participating in those traditions. Okay, which, I want to press. <laughs> I want to press more on that because that is very okay. interesting. But yeah. first, because now that everybody listening gets a grasp on on Hannah's uh, level of commitment to the the Aggie fandom, sure, I do want to do our our very scientifically formulated. It, it's a very standard personality mm -hmm. quiz. Okay, don't worry. Uh, we already killed off your brother's entire family, so we're not. Oh, I did uh, hear we're that. Not yeah. okay. gonna go. Okay. Okay. We didn't do it. <laughs> hey, hey, I did hear that. Well, yeah. also fair. His fault. His yeah. fault. Yeah. hundred percent. Eighteen-year-old Stubbs concert. How do you not remember that, bro? All right. So here, <laughs> a couple of questions here. Just standard questions. Pretty, pretty, pretty normal. You know, whatever. Okay. Roller coasters or water slides? Water slides. Solid choice. Genuine. That is that is the right answer. What is your ideal sock length? Oh, I like a good, like, ankle length sock. Maybe slightly under the ankle, but not, not, I don't like it above my ankle. Same. I did the knee high no, fashion thing. I'm not a yeah. fan, but honestly, it, I don't even like the ankle. I, I, I can't. Do you like, like, the slipper socks? Low down. Yeah, man. Uh -huh. Give me yeah. the low. E, how about you? I don't remember the last time I put on socks. Oh, really? <laughs> well, man, that's <laughs> I love that. So <laughs> I love that so much. Oh, my God. Okay, uh, Hannah, do you have strong opinions on country music oh not not especially i used to be really into country music and i still listen to a select few i love the chicks formerly dixie chicks um love casey musgraves she's not really country anymore no, no. casey's country casey's my kind of country 
But she her new album is uh, not country. I don't. I really like the Casey Musgraves, and I don't listen to any country. Dude. Okay, yeah. So I mean, I don't know any of like the big players these days, but um, there are a few I really like. So it's just the chicks. I'm glad favorite. you like the Dixie Chicks, but honestly, I saw Casey Musgraves open for Eric Church. It was a great show. Oh. Uh, she's as country as I want to be. But anyway, okay. um, it's interesting that you, you do bring that up. But what about Toby Keith? Oh, no. No? Specifically, fuck Toby Keith. <laughs> fuck Toby Keith on record. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I like yeah. it. I, I like it. Uh, okay, uh, two more questions bigot. here. Two more questions. Okay, got it. Got if it. you were going to play an instrument in a band, mm-hmm. would you play the uh, bass guitar, the regular guitar, or a fiddle? Oh, I. You know, I'd like to play a fiddle. I dig. I dig yeah. that. Last question. This is very okay. important. I'm going to give you four animals. You're going to okay. pick one. What's your favorite? Monkey, dog, dolphin, shark. Okay, not a shark. I mean, dog. Not a shark. Not a monkey. Dolphin? Dolphin. What, what am I going to do with a dolphin? Uh, I mean, if like the people... Live free, like have- baby. Just live free. <laughs> That's what you're going to do as a dolphin. <laughs> Right, oh, so am I am I these animals? Oh yeah, that's I, I I I guess the question was what is your favorite, not what would you want to be. Yeah, favorite dog. I'm scared okay. of the ocean entirely, so I'll just go with dog. Fantastic, and you have no idea how prescient your Dixie Chicks comment was, oh. because all of these questions have actually secretly been which Dixie Chick are you? And oh. congratulations, you're Marty. Uh, oh, you you're know friendly, what? and you seem uh, like you are awesome and always in a mood for some good fun. Oh well, that's great. I mean, you know. I'll take any Dixie chick, honestly. Uh, you were only 36% Emily, in case that matters to you. You know, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't great. even know who these people are. <laughs> oh, I, I do. Could, I know. I couldn't all pick them out of lineup. I mean, oh. I know of the band, but like I couldn't which oh, I one can is pick which. Them. Oh, yeah. Is great. there one of those descriptions of like, man, this is a real bitch. You did not want to get this one. <laughs> Tough break guy. Like, <laughs> no. I guess you they're all... Bands- Kind the of band's manager because you're yeah. just not yeah. definitely not the face of the band. Yeah. It's all, I'm not trying to be mean, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, so I, I do seriously want to circle back to that then. So if you were not of the like whooping kind of a whatever, yeah. I guess as a freshman you're allowed to whoop. But anyways, mm-hmm. ha, are you viewed as like an outcast or, yes, or what? A hundred percent. You are viewed what they call is a two percenter. Two percenter, um, yeah. Yep, and that is like very commonly used. Like, if you're not full into the traditions, full in on like the Aggie spirit, you are a two percenter. Even worse if you're from Austin. I mean, I that was also kind of a real awakening for me because, like, in some of the smaller classes, we said where we're from, and I'm like, I'm from, I'm I'm from Austin, and it's immediately like you get literally hissed because Austin is where UT is. UT is AM's rivals. They won't even call them UT. They call them TU, lowercase letters, and they that changes everything. Because and because UT absolutely cares about what Aggies so think about them so much <laughs> and so losing sleep at night and so yeah yeah if you are not full in on the traditions which is also a thing I did not realize also this is all totally my bad I feel like this is stuff people should know going into AM and a lot of people did know going into AM I did not know it <laughs> so why did you pick AM so I that's a great question so I I knew I wanted to say in state at the time I was like I only applied to Texas schools. Um, I, I thought I wanted to be, you know, I lived in Austin forever. So I thought I wanted to be kind of like far enough outside of Austin where I'd still kind of feel like it was a new college experience. Um, and it was an ag school. And I think maybe my family's judgment clouded me a little because like my parents went to an ag school, they went to K-State and like nobody in my family really liked UT. Um, and so I was like, you know, A&M seems like a good, and I visited and I was like, this seems fine. You know, like, I'm not going to be like full. I don't, I also am not the type of person who's like 
super school spirity. So I visited and I was like, this is a fine place to go to school. This is like two hours from home. It seems, you know, like the people seem friendly, like let's do this. And so I was just kind of like, yeah, A&M seems great. Like it's a good school. I was not going to live in Lubbock. Um, you know, and I also what about visited Waco. Yeah, you know, I didn't really give much thought to private schools. I don't know why. I was just like, I'll, you know, I'll just stick to kind of a state school. I did visit TCU and loved it. Um, but I think at that time I had already like selected A&M. Um, and so in retrospect, I do think UT would have been a better like cultural fit for me. Um, and so if I had to do it over again, I, I would have gone to UT. I was, I am, I guess, surprised to hear, because A, I kind of never processed, because I knew K-State that your parents went there, but I didn't realize it was an ag school. Mm -hmm, yeah. Involved at all in the ag, like, side of, of business or anything? I mean, like, they didn't study it or major it, but yeah, my dad comes from a family of farmers. Like, my great-grandpa oh. taught ag at K-State. Um, oh. Like, my parents both went to K-State and met there, you know, like. So it's not like they're super, they just, you know, they were like, oh, A&M, it's going to be great. It's an ag school. And I was like, sure. Not really knowing what that, you know, like meant, you know, I'm 17, 18 at the time. Yeah. Okay. Um, none of us really knew what we were doing. So. I don't um, know what I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah. me neither. So I just thought like A&M, it'll be great, you know. Um, and in a lot of aspects, it was great. I just, I was not prepared for like the culture of the place, which is incredibly white, incredibly Christian and incredibly conservative f for being as big as it is. Hmm. You know, it's like 40-something thousand undergrads, and it, it, it did feel to me pretty, um, like, homogenous. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Same with Baylor. I, I can't... I can't really, yeah. Baylor is, is, I don't know, 90-something percent yeah. all-white Baptists. Like, it, yeah, just it's it just tough. I didn't realize at the time it would be tough, because I went in, like, as a white conservative Christian, and so you'd think I'd be like, oh, this feels, like, really great, but I it felt... Very odd to me. Did it feel, because like, I'll admit my freshman year, I was still like big into the idea of like the religious thing and all that. But like, yeah. It, so I didn't even question it. But like, did, did any of it by your senior year, did it become more familial? Did it become like, did, did you come around at all? You know what I mean? Like, did, was there any part of it you liked by the end? So by the end, yeah, I would say I didn't grow to like really love A&M by the end. But I would say I found certain groups and certain like clubs that really kind of aligned with my new positions. And so I found little pockets to fit into. But by the end, I was like, I'm out of, I mean, I haven't been back since the day I graduated. And like, by the end, I was like, I'm like, I'm moving to New York. Like, I'm, I'm out, I'm moving to New York. Like, I cannot, I don't want to be here anymore. Which, I mean, is, is what happened. <laughs> Yeah, I'm guessing those pockets didn't really identify with the rest of A&M, right? No. So I joined Aggie Allies, which is the group for um, like LGBTQ and uh, like allied uh, Aggies for like the gay community, which, you know, was pretty small at A&M. Um, I was uh, like um, a hotline operator at a rape crisis center, um, oh, you know, like stuff like, like yeah. that. Um, yeah, stuff like that. So it wasn't like, really. They don't really practice yells at the rape line center. I did not. I me. did not go to football games. I did not like mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. none of these yeah. practiced yells. I mean, it was all pretty much kind of for like the people who didn't really fit into like the mainstream A and M. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that so much. <laughs> just, it is odd. Oh, it's an odd. It's an odd place. If you're into it, if you are a, like school spirit type of person and you like really want to be a part of like a big community. Um, like that is a good place for you. I did not realize at the time that like it wouldn't be a good place for me. 
Do you think that type of community, I don't want to say this, like that would shape your identity a certain way Mm. that it might not be shaped otherwise if there wasn't that constant influx of, I guess, ideas coming through, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it has Do we to think do, that's think. good for young people to be exposed to? I don't know. You know, I imagine for like a lot of people, I mean, it, you find immediate common ground with like a huge, an enormous amount of people, you know, tens of thousands of people. Like you come in as an Aggie and if you're super into, into A&M, like you have an immediate like community of people. Right. Um, for me, so I came in like, with pretty like conservative religious and political beliefs for me having a community that all kind of like aligned with that way of thinking pushed me in the opposite direction i was uncomfortable mm. by it um and it really kind of made me i think probably more resistant to the people of a&m than i otherwise would be dude I can relate to that, like huge, especially when you said the LGBTQ thing, yeah. because I mean, obviously we all, you know, the three of us, anybody listening that doesn't know us, we, we were raised in a very Christian, conservative, you know, junior high, high school, yada, yada. And I think a lot of that affected our worldview. But eventually you come to your own terms on it, because I remember going to Baylor and maybe sophomore year. I don't know. Don't quote me. Um, there was a frat that, and there's multiple frats that were like outspokenly anti-gay. Like, yeah, like definitely. obviously, like I mean, yeah. I, 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 I don't know what's what's taboo anymore, so I don't want to offend anybody. But like the the, the Q slur. I mean, yeah. literally, I heard we we don't allow Qs in our frat. You know what I mean? Like it's just like that's I don't know if yeah. queer still. I'm sorry, but it's it, not a slur. No, trying, no, whatever. No, whatever. It's not, but that's yeah. what they said, and it was a very obviously yeah. derogatory thing. But also, and I remember this specifically. You know, I, I, it shaped my worldview that I still hold today. I remember that one of the frats. I'm not going to name them because it doesn't matter. And it, Steve, if you're listening, it was not yours. One of the frats that was outspokenly, obviously anti-gay, um, forced their pledges to do what is called an elephant walk. And okay. if you guys don't know what that is, it's. Um, it's the gayest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it, they make uh, 10 to 12 pledges, strip completely naked on the front lawn of the frat where everybody can see them. They are fully, fully nude. They have to get on their hands and knees and crawl around in a circle. And what the elephant portion of it is, is that everybody has to reach ahead of them to the person in front of them and grab their elephant trunk. No. In case you guys can put that, uh, that metaphor together uh, yourself. It's 12 men grabbing each other's cocks, walking in a circle, yelling, but also yell, no gays. Absolutely no gays. I'm just holding my friend's fucking dick, no, but no gays. No gays here. That okay. I remember seeing that as a 19-year-old, maybe, and going, oh, that's the most hypocritical fucking thing I've ever seen. But like, I can't, and it, it, it shocked me out of, yeah. and, it, and it really pulled me to the, the belief system I hold today. Very similar to yours, Hannah. I'm guessing less dicks but it's very similar <laughs> in this like when you we, when you are confronted with that just absolute yeah. nonsense you're like oh this is wrong yeah like, oh, this, this is, is just this, clearly... this does not sit well yeah with me yeah yeah but it, yeah. it feels very much like at least the, the aggie land like one big i hesitate to say cult because that's thrown around too much but it feels like a big frat that if you show up yes. and you're psychi alpha as long as you're into psychi then everybody's cool with you because yeah. you're just you're a part of it yeah yeah so i mean many, that is yeah would you say it really is about 2% or like, how, you know, did you meet uh, at least from your point of view, because obviously you didn't meet all 40,000 people. You no. probably only met a few, th- but if the people you met, did they really care? Like the ones you got to know, did they really care? I, I would say a lot of them, I don't know if they really cared, but cared enough to be, you know, like have, you know, be proud to be an Aggie, have a little bit of school spirit, participate in school activities. I mean, I'm, 
so recently I met a current A&M student. He's on the like um, water ski team and uh, he was wearing A&M gear and I mentioned like, oh, I went to A&M and he immediately like looked for my class ring and I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't get a class ring. And he was like, I literally don't know a single person who ha- does not, did not get an A&M ring. And when I like decided not to get one, it is something like 97% of the student body gets class oh, wow. rings and they like continue, they wear them as adults. Every um, day? I think. You I just, mean, does, does Vance wear his? I uh, probably. He does. See, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, you wear it does. Oh like God. through adulthood, which is very uncommon, I think, for other schools. Um, but yeah, he, oh, I he, would think so. It's incredible. You know, you think so. <laughs> but if you That's are insane. like, if you're a, hiring for a job and you are an Aggie and you are wearing your A and M ring and somebody walks in wearing an A and M ring, I mean, it's an instant. You know, it's an instant. You're in. Plus. That's it. Yeah. yeah I mean, you're good, you're like, you're more in than somebody yeah, who's not. Don't you know? slap the hiring manager, and you pretty much have this job. Because yeah. and again, that feels like a frat thing. Because I remember that being when. Uh, God, I have so many stories I want to tell about Steve, but I'm not gonna. I love you. Steve. <laughs> uh, when I was was watching him pledge and talking to the people that you know those types of people and going on those like, yeah, do you want to join a frat? And it's just like it all very much felt like paying for friends. But that's not even the point. They I all hyped that. up. This will help you later. Business wise, career wise, yeah. if you if you tell somebody you're a you know the alpha side, whatever the fuck, yeah, that that really carries weight, and I'm sure it does. Sure it but does. Yeah. Are we sure it does? No, that's the thing. Like I don't know I mean, <laughs> to what level, because like I buy the Aggie thing, I absolutely yeah, do. Yeah. But if I if I meet somebody like I had a neighbor in uh, when I first moved to Denver, this was going back like twelve years. Uh, after like six months, because I don't talk to my neighbors, uh, after like six months, I saw him wearing a Baylor shirt. And I was like, "Oh man, Baylor! Hey!" He goes, "Oh yeah, Baylor! Hey!" We never talked again. That was it. <laughs> that, was, that was it. I never talked to him again. And we moved like a year later. And it's just because like meh, we got I don't meh, what do we got to say to each other? <laughs> yeah, really? I mean, yeah. Whereas, but I'm guessing like A and M probably. I, I mean, I'm just just spitballing. But I'm guessing if you went to like North Carolina and you really cared about basketball, there's probably a very core click there. Probably, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm just guessing here, but I'm yeah. guessing that there's probably. A a handful of people that care like e can you imagine anybody that if we met them we're like yeah i'm, I'm a texas stater what's up oh my they would god give a rip, man. it's not going to open any doors for I mean, us. like not yeah, one. yeah that's interesting yeah it's, it's a completely different culture you know i mean a&m yeah. really has its own culture i mean if that appeals to you um then yeah it's a good place uh, would you push your kids to go there you know it's not a bad school if my kids were like i want to go to a&m i'd be like Great. You know, it's a, it's a perfectly fine school. I'm all but about let me school. tell you what it's going to be like. <laughs> but if I mean, if I thought, you know, I will hopefully have a pretty good handle on their personalities at that time. If I thought it was going to be kind of like the fit it was for me, if I saw similarities in them, I would probably be like, you know, these are the issues I had. Um, but I wouldn't discourage it because it's a good school. It's a fine school. I had a fine time. I just didn't. I don't have the like love for it that I feel like a lot of alumni do lot of a lot you know it it was a place i went to school for four years it was fine i got out as quickly as i could and literally i I love that you've never been back i I actually am going back in november Ooh, what (laughs) so my husband is a huge auburn fan and so he has requested that we go to the auburn a&m game and i'm like you know i haven't been back in in a very long time since i graduated 2008 um so i was like sure so we're gonna go to an Auburn football game that I have said I will absolutely wear Auburn clothes so people don't yell at me for not standing up the entire game, which they That's do smart. if you are an Aggie. They expect you to stand you up for the entire that. game. Yeah. I was a real that was also a very big shock for me as a freshman in the blazing sun being hissed at for sitting down for a moment till and then yeah, 
people, it's it's unacceptable to sit during an Aggie game. So did you go to many games then? Like oh, did that... I went a couple my freshman year because I'm like, I'm new to the school. Like I've got a sports pass. Let's go to the games. And I went to maybe a couple and I was like, this is absolutely, I don't even like football. I don't know what I'm doing here. And then I also quickly learned, I mean, the whole town is empty during football games. So you can do all yeah. your laundry. You can do all your grocery shopping. You can do so many things that are otherwise harder to do. So that's, that's. That's how I utilized my football time. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Football Saturday, I can beat traffic. Like that's, <laughs> I you mean, are you can do whatever you want to do. Austin was like that when we were growing up, to be fair. You're right, though. Yeah, probably. No, you're definitely right, though. Um, but you were not expected to stand at UT games, from what I remember, right? I mean, it's, oh, asking no, people no, to stand, no. like, lock-kneed for, like, four-plus hours in Texas sun in, like, September is is bananas. That's bananas. Insane. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it really is absurd. Yeah, and actually, one of the there's no way you went to this game, but did you go our freshman year? Did you go to the Aggie game when it was in Waco? There's no reason that you would have gone to this game. I don't did think you? so. I don't think so. Eric did, and thank yep. God he did. Why? At the Aggies, uh, I don't know, y'all were ranked like twelfth or eighth or something. You, you guys were actually having like a pretty good year or something. Yeah, you remember. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Hannah definitely. This is probably yeah. one of the worst. Oh, that year? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Remember, your, your quarterback is great. Anyway, uh, I didn't even go to the game either because I was not by any means a dedicated sports fan. Yeah. But uh, midway through the third quarter, Eric is in town for whatever reason. And Eric texted me. Always in town. Yeah. I, he was just like, bro, like, you got to get to this game. Like, it's a really good game. The stadium's going crazy. Like, you got to get here. So, like, I drove over or whatever. And I was like, I guess I was like, I showed up in like a thrice shirt or something yeah. absurd. Sure. Like, not just yeah. like whatever. And it ended up being like a double overtime thriller oh. like the Baylor actually won and it's literally it's the only time in my entire I mean at any type of fandom we stormed the field Dude, pulled fun. the yeah. friggin like goalpost down like yeah. had a heyday but yeah. I still remember some of the Aggie fans looking around I was like why are y'all celebrating like oh. <laughs> we're, we're ranked like ninth but meanwhile Baylor's like woo beat yeah. somebody like well, that's, whatever. Not, that's a different thing entirely <laughs> did fun. did you play any sports like any mural or any because like you were like a, a pretty good volleyball athlete as i recall did, yeah. you, did you carry that on no i mean especially not i could never have played like i was i was good for whatever we were like taps yeah. three yeah. a yeah. <laughs> my high park uh, but i could not have played for like an a&m school so i did not play i'm trying to think if i even did intramurals no yeah, i got not even like co-ed something I don't think so. I got pretty into like running, I think at A and M. So I did a lot of running. <laughs> yeah, me too, Joe. <laughs> um, but no, I did not do sports. I feel like my freshman year, I did some very random things. I was in like a Bible study. I was in a student council for a moment, which was you know, it's just good. Um, and then, <laughs> and then I was like, all right, not for me. We're definitely going to circle back to Bible study. But I laughed yeah. when you said got into running. Do you remember? You had just come to Hyde Park. I don't know how long you'd been with us, maybe a week or two or whatever. Do you remember the the quote-unquote prank you tried to pull on Vance and I? Uh, it was like we were getting ready for like a, a play or a, some some drama thing or whatever. Okay. And you pretended that you had like some like knee ligament deficiency so like you couldn't really run so like okay. and you were being like you were acting like very do you not remember this at all do you remember no, this? I, really, I genuinely don't i'm sorry god damn it what's up with the oswalds and your I'm poor sorry. Or i just I know. remember stupid shit i don't know I you've got a good memory anyways you were building it up and we kept laughing at you, you were building it up and vance and i kept laughing at you and then you're like fine i'll show you and you like purposefully fake ran slash stumbled down the hall like flinging your legs <laughs> out and like flare and vance and i for a moment went oh my god this girl really is fucked up like i had no idea i feel so bad like, 
Like, you don't remember this at all? Okay, uh, no, but it does sound like something I probably would have done when I was, like, 15 or 16 years old. So. <laughs> we, got, we both looked at each other and went, oh, shit, have we been making fun of the handicapped girl this whole time? Because, like, we were just riffing on it, and we're like, oh, oh no. no. That obviously not true at all. Like, yeah, for, for those listening, Hannah no. was, was quite the volleyball. Do you remember then uh, us being annoying-ass fans supporting oh. us? But do you remember that? I, it was the best. You guys were the best volleyball fans. I mean, costumes, chants, I mean, just... I mean, it was just the best. I really that feel like it, it really had a hand in like our performance. I feel like you guys were such good like hype men. Honestly, it was so I, good. I, it, it, we certainly made some, and at the time we were also sixteen, so it's not that bad. Yeah. But we made some sixteen-year-olds cry. Like I, it, it oh. was not like it, like we <laughs> well, genuinely. I remember it happened. I remember my dad talking to me after the one game. He's like, "So you guys should probably pull back when you start seeing him cry." I was like, that's a good. That's a good point, Tim. Fair. Really, okay, I'll take really that. Good. I'll take that note. Okay, I'll apply it for next time. Oh, uh, sure. idiots! He had great. some positive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, generally, it, honestly, it was not a good, useful thing for anybody, usually, so. not. usually not. But at least this way, we could spin it that we were trying to help. So, anybody out there listening, if you get a chance, go support a random high school volleyball. Yeah. just do it. Just They're cheer fun. as loud as you possibly can. It's awesome. <laughs> um, okay, so that's that's your your volleyball, um, yeah. you know, history. But yeah. I'm going to ask you some other sports-related questions okay. about okay. Texas A&M. Oh, boy. Are, you, okay. are you ready for this week's quiz? Because sure. I'm excited. Sure. All right. This week's quiz, uh, the title is Grammatically Incorrect Garbage, Enthusiastic Malaise. Gig'em. Gig'em, everybody. Oh. oh, I get it. Come on. All right. So uh, in this quiz, I have, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name uh, some athletes and stuff and, and some other just famous people. Okay. And you're going to tell me, were they an Aggie? Were they a Baylor Bear? Or were they just somebody else? Okay. You ready? Yeah. All right. We're going to start easy. I'm pretty sure you're going to get these first two. Jonathan Manziel. Okay. He was A&M because I remember... Is, am I right? Right, right, right. Yes, you are right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, because I saw you like muttering. I was like, oh, fuck. But because he was known as Johnny Football. And I remember thinking it was so amazing that he was so good at football. And his last name was also Football. Oh, no. Hannah. I love that stuff. No. <laughs> I was like, what are the odds? <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. I, you know, there's very few people I would believe that story from, but I, I actually, I, I believe you were so detached from their sports. I payments. was. I buy that. Okay. Wow. God, that's amazing. There's, this rest of the quiz cannot beat that, but okay. Uh, Robert Griffin the third. Okay. Not either, right? Like... Oh, was he an A&M? He's the most famous Baylor Bear that has ever. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. He was on like Subway commercials and shit. Oop, nope, don't know. Don't know. No, no. <laughs> well, never heard that get name. Way worse. All <laughs> right. He's a Thundercloud fan. Obviously. Yeah. Oh, I mean, as you should be. Thundercloud. <laughs> yeah, I was one of my favorite. Looks at Azies. Nope. Oh man, not familiar. Uh, <laughs> good lord, Thundercloud was awesome. Uh, me and the guy I used to work with, whose name was also Joe. He was like forty-eight, and he was. There's no way he's listening to this, but he was like a forty-year-old guy working at Thundercloud. Like, I mean, Dan's worked at Thundercloud. Yeah, back <laughs> in the, I remember me, that. Me and this guy used to step out back and. Um, We'd feel real good by the time we came back to work, and I have given multiple people meatless bacon and lettuce tomato sandwiches. Lettuce tomato bread, handed it to them, they walked out, and they walked right back in like, hey, man, what? And I'm like, I'm sorry, bro. I'm so sorry. I I believe that. Oh, that is 100% fact. More than once. More more than once. Okay, moving forward. Okay. There's no way you're going to get any of these. I'm realizing this right now. I'm going to get them. I'm going to get them. NBA star Alex Caruso. Neither. Aggie. Okay. NBA star Royce O'Neal. Baylor. Hey, got There one. you go. 
Christopher Redfern. Neither. Damn it, you got it right. Bonus points. Do you know who he is? No. Neither do I. He got first place. He got first place in the Staunton, Illinois Plumbing Apprentice Contest in 2017. Great for him. Congratulations, Christopher Redfern. I'm certain. (laughs) Certain he's listening. Great for him. I'm happy for him. (laughs) All right. um, Miss USA, Candace Kruger. AM. E, you go through a guess? Uh, let's go Baylor. She was an Aggie, actually. Oh, well done. Hey. Well done. Okay, I'm actually crushing this. Yeah, dude, honestly, <laughs> well better than I was expecting. <laughs> um, Tyler Tony. Baylor. No, but you'll probably get it if I give you his nickname. Tyler Tony, a.k.a. Dude Perfect. Mm. Nope. Wow. Who's that? I mean, that is not in her wheelhouse at all. I mean, but isn't Dude Perfect just like, he's he's an Aggie. He's the guy that does like trick shots on YouTube. He's got like, he has his own Pringles flavor. Like he's quite. Oh, wow. I believe, nope, nope, never heard of this. Like how old is he? Uh, Jesus Christ. Um, David Crowder, musician. Oh my God. Christian musician. (laughs) Was he in Baylor, I'm assuming. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Got it. Oh, back Uh, in the day. We'll go like three more here. Uh, Rick Perry. Oh, he went to A&M, didn't he? he did. Yeah. Are you, Congratulations. Are you Thank proud you so of much. him? A very, uh, no, no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no. It's the worst. Oh, I love it. Um, Jeff Dunham, the, the puppet fucker. Oh. I mean, not, that's a, honestly, that's a bad, fr- he, he, he's, a, he's a motherfucker that does puppets. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Way better. Way better. Hold on. That's not right. Um, that's, that's could be misconstrued. Baylor? He was Baylor. Oh and last one, uh, Angela from The Office, Angela Kinsley. And this one, I admit, I didn't know. I, I just yeah. found this just randomly Googling. I feel like she could be a Baylor person. Yeah. She was. She yeah. Was yeah. Dude, you, got like, you got like 90% of these I did. Yeah, I did, yeah. I'm honestly quite, I, I am impressed. What do you know? Anyway. Hannah nailed a test. Who would have guessed? <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> but a test about Aggiedom. I, I honestly thought there was no chance. Yeah, I, I surprised myself. I did. Oh, I love it. Okay, so j- in general then... What did you do in in Bryant College Station? Oh, like what God. what was like a typical Friday night? Because like I know you're not like a huge part of your drinker. Yeah, you certainly weren't when exactly. you were eighteen, nineteen. No, so what I were you, wasn't. What were you doing? I am trying to think. Like when you know, like when I started, like I was still super Christian. I don't know really what we did on weekends. Probably like, I mean, definitely, yeah, definitely not parties. Um, like, what did we do? Went out to eat, watched movies. I don't That's really a lot know. Of there's there's yeah. not a lot to do in College Station. Um, even as like an upperclassman when I was 21, 22, like I went to the bar sometimes. Um, a lot of coffee shops, I feel like. Hmm. Didn't we do that a lot in college? A lot of coffee shops. Yeah. It's coming back to me. Yeah. I mean, I was there a lot of my freshman and sophomore yeah. year. Like, I was over there a lot, and that's what we did. We, I didn't even drink coffee. Right. I would just go sit. I'd like order like tea yeah. and lemonade. Like, yeah, this, we this just sit on the couch do. and listen to like some acoustic guitar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is. I mean, isn't that? I feel like that's how we spent a lot of our. Dude, I, it, looking thinking back, it's very silly. But yeah. what I would give right now that if I could start my Saturday with like four hours of just lounging and listening to acoustic oh. guitar, oh my god! Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Absolutely. There's, I, would, I haven't oh. had that other than like vacations or do you know sit every night and get my wife and I'll tag out because like we just whatever we can't yeah but yeah um I, the reason uh I 
I ask about what you did is because honestly, Waco was very similar. It, I, the I the thing that yeah. you always said was like, oh, well, there's, there's nothing to do there, which is, I mean, to be yeah. fair, it's not true. There were plenty of church services going on. Um, that's awesome. Literally so always. The, yeah. At the time, it was the number one or maybe number two churches per capita in the nation. So there was quite wow. literally yeah. always. But we kind of made our own fun. Like, did you guys ever do like campus-wide like hide-and-seek no, I mean, maybe a and oh, people did it, but no, I oh, don't. I loved it. Did really? you ever play? Did you ever play? Oh, it was awesome, dude. We would do, we would do uh, citywide, Waco-wide cops and robbers. We would designate 20 people, and they literally had badges and hats, and then the other hundred of us had, like, Velcro shit on our shoulders, and they, the cops had to, like, grab the Velcro thing, and then you were out. And, like, we played it citywide. It was, because, you know, there's nothing else that going on. There's no traffic. bananas. Oh, that's, it was dope. We did it multiple times. Like, that's funny. We ended up making our own fun. Like, yeah. It, and in a way, I, I think it helped. I mean, that's kind of always who we were. I mean, I, I don't know if that's just yeah. a social group or just probably any kids that didn't drink. You had yeah. to do something. So yeah. like, in fact, we even did, oh my God, we even did this. We did, uh, we played drinking games, but we drank milk. <laughs> so okay. you get all the fun of puking after the night, no. but you get none of it's the fun. It's so much worse. It is. It's <laughs> awful. I, like literally, I've watched so many of my friends puke and we were all stone. <laughs> cold sober it was absurd (laughs) absolutely absurd but yeah like that's i mean but it was that and it literally was little coffee shops dude like there was yeah i'm not gonna get the name common grounds was one and that was a really good one but there was one slightly farther out of town or like out of the off campus still in town but there was one that did like a a a poetry night oh yeah a lot of (laughs) y'all yeah you guys you're not ready for this uh i went a lot i'm not surprising i I went a lot Uh, Uh i'm gonna stand on a stage and and you need to listen to what i say because i have things i need to say um if the kids if the kids still say cringe i don't know if that's still a term that the kids use (laughs) but let me tell y'all i delivered some of the most cringe poetry of all time this is a fact this is a true and and e knows that, that i usually get details wrong so to be fair this is not a word for word quote but i swear to you I swear on everything. This is basically what I said. This is basically how I ended one of my poems. And I swear to God, I did this multiple nights. Something, something, suffer, suffer, yada, 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 suffer, suffer, suffer. Sure, sex is great, but have you ever met Jesus? No. Multiple, multiple nights. That was my, like, closer. Something, something, I don't remember, whatever, something. Sure, sex is great, because, of course, I was a, a virgin 19-year-old Christian. Have you ever met Jesus? Mike fucking drop, and I'm out. So, so many times, y'all. <laughs> it's true. What, uh, I, what, uh, what was the response to that? Um, the, it <laughs> was not... To the English language. It was not super well received <laughs> um i i kept trying to workshop it and thinking that maybe next time yeah workshop really it. yeah uh-huh i'm um, gonna get a standing o next week a slight I tweak never, i never got it <laughs> really really <laughs> oh my god but yeah that's that's where we were and that's that is an attempt to lean into the topic of Jesus. Okay. Do yeah. That. <laughs> Gather yourself. I know that was. I know that poetry was amazing. I know. I know that everybody listening is going to write that shit down. You're all. That's free use. You can all have it. But so, goddamn. I, I looking back, I was insane. Oof. I mean, we all were. It, true, but that's the thing. Like we all were, were on fire for this. Concept. We are. So are, yeah. are you or still in any way affiliated with the Christian Church? I am not. Wow. So do, do you? I mean, do, are your parents still? Um. Like. Yes, but not in a, not really. Uh, yeah. Like my dad occasionally goes to church, 
Um, I think they might still go like on Christmas, but no, not really. Interesting. So like, what was, if there was, was there like a one moment when you went, oh, I'm done? Or was it like a slow, you know, kind of a progression? I mean, I would say like over the course, at the beginning of when I moved to A&M was, I think, really started it for me because I went to A&M like probably the most religious I've ever been, you know, like leaving Hyde Park and going to oh, A&M. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was super, like if you had told me at Hyde Park when I graduated, like in like a year from now, you will be like really walking away from religion in general. I would have, I would have thought that was the most insane thing I'd ever heard. Um, I got to A&M and yeah, I just started to question a lot of things and it was just, I would say there was not a moment, but it was like a really steady progression of like a loss of faith over, I would say one to two years. Um, and I don't even know if you'd asked me at the end of my time at A&M, like, are you a Christian? I probably would have still said yes. Um, and it probably was only when I moved away and lived like moved to New York and kind of found a new friend group and kind of started over there. I was just like, this is not, it just has, it's not a part of my life anymore. I don't believe it anymore. Um, and yeah, it is even still now weird for me to say, I don't believe it because there are aspects of it. I really miss, um, yeah, there are parts of it. I really, really miss. And even now, like my husband says something like really against religion. I'm just like, oh, we're going to get like struck by lightning. Like I joke about it, but because <laughs> I don't believe it. But yeah, there is part of me that still has a hard time letting go of it because I do have really fond memories tied to it. But I also think it's tied to like people and, and you know, moments in time and not really to religion itself, which... Yeah, it does not have a part in my life anymore, and when really will not have a part of my kid's life. Hmm. So, yeah. so some of the parts you miss, and I will admit I have said this to my wife, the biggest part I miss is a ritualistic communal sing-along. Like, well, I yeah, really those, were, those were wonderful. Yeah, yeah, and just like, and I feel like, I mean, that's probably really accurate, because I feel like the moments, like, when you're in that moment, and you're surrounded by, like, people you know and love, and, like, you're all singing together, it really is kind of like a haunting moment, and you really feel like you are a part of something, like, big and and good. Um, When I take a step back and look at it now, I don't view it as something good. You know, like, part of the things I miss about the church... Um, I also look back and, you know, I, I, I got to give myself grace cause I was a teenager, but I, I don't like who I was. I think, um, as a really religious person, I think I was really self-righteous. I think I was pretty judgmental. Um, and I don't know that I like that version of me or anymore. Um, hmm. if that makes sense, but there oh, are, yeah. I think oh, the yeah. people and the moments I miss. And even now, like sometimes I'll put on like, Christian music just to be like, oh man, like I loved this song when I was like 18 years old. Like I do not agree with the message anymore, but like there's, you know, sometimes for just like a trip down memory lane, I'm like, oh, I'd like to listen to this for a moment. I've done that on a couple of times, but so, and then, cause if you don't mind my pressing, please, I find it sure. incredibly interesting what you said, because I know the three of us and others at the time were a part of these, I mean, maybe even David Crowder at Austin Stone, like literally like we were all sitting together mm-hmm. singing or, or whatever in the moment. And we felt something 
I, and yes. I admit, I, I'm, yeah. I'm fully willing to admit, I don't know what that something is. Right. Do you think that that requires a belief in, in, a, in a higher power that quote unquote comes down or makes its presence known and blah, blah, or could it be just the coming together of human beings is enough? And I don't know. I'm not pushing towards an answer. What would you attribute that? Because we all felt that. So what, what would do. you attribute yeah. that feeling? I attribute it to the latter. I think especially because sometimes I brought John, my brother, and some of his friends, and they would all be like, wow, that was really amazing, and it was really powerful, and they were not religious. So I think it'd be hard to be in a room like that where, you know, like everybody is singing along and everybody is like really feeling something. I think it would be hard not to kind of be touched or moved by that too, but I don't view it. I view it, it can be totally separate from the belief itself. Hmm. E, would you, yeah, what, what do you got? You know, it's interesting because I was thinking about like my own experience and I would say yeah. that as much as those like singing, you know, praise together, whatever you want to call them experiences were important, that isn't necessarily where I would say the core of my faith stuck with, right? Like sure, it was yes. actually a personal experience. And I'm sure. wondering if like this idea of I didn't like the person I was when I was a Christian, um, that I totally understand that and that makes sense. Yeah. But it's almost as if there's this idea that there isn't room for God or Christianity in anybody's, the current version of any, anybody, right? Like you can be my argument i guess would be my yeah. statement would be there's room for that in anybody's life no matter what kind of life they're living because otherwise sure. the entire book is bullshit <laughs> sure you know what i mean so yeah. i don't know it's it's an interesting idea but i do i do agree with y'all that like those experiences are sort of designed i think Yes. To much like the A&M experience is designed, right? To like create a community yeah. and gather people together and sort yeah. of form this identity. I think those are designed that way. Yeah. And I would say my kind of take on religion now is like, if I, I feel like for a lot of people, it gives them purpose and it allows them for, especially for people who have like gone through hardships or tragedy, it, it, it gives a sense of like meaning around it. Like this was not a completely like random chaotic act. If, if religion like gets people out of bed in the morning and kind of like propels them to do good things or to be kinder to people they might otherwise not be like, I'm not out here to be like, no, you know, like religion yeah. is like absolutely, you know, like that's bad. No way. Um, like I think if it helps people kind of like move through their lives easier and with more compassion, then I'm not out here saying like it's it's a bad thing. I do think in a lot of instances, religion ca can be used as an excuse for like bad things. But yeah, you know, all the time, all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's an excuse for the worst behaviors in it. Yes, honestly, absolutely. Like, most of the m most awful things done in the history of the world yeah, were done sure. in the name of religion. So, like, absolutely, there, there's yeah. a problem with it for sure. Yes, I am willing to bet because there was a time in my life that I had been if I was given a button to press that would erase all concept of religion from everybody's minds permanently, I would have pressed it. You know what I mean? Like if I yeah. was given the choice to remove that sect of life from all, I would have. Yeah. That was wrong. That, that belief, I mean, whatever, like you said, I mean, honestly, to quote John, uh, John Lennon, maybe, uh, whatever gets you through the night is all right. It's yeah. all right with me. And that's fine. It doesn't mean, you know, that's yeah. what I've, me, whatever it is we believe. Right. But I do wonder 
all these awful things that have been done. I mean, admittedly, you know, the, the Crusades and all that shit. I, I think it'd be done no matter what. Regardless. Even if, I mean, even if you oh, press yeah. that button and remove all concepts sure. of, of God or Jesus or, or Vishnu sure. or Krishna, or it, I think people would still do stupid shit in the name of, of Trump they or in the name it's of, you know, whatever. A, it's all a quest for power. I mean, even, you know, take religion out of it. Like, everything is a quest for power, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it is. No, it is. You know? It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, Joe, what, you... It's interesting you say that, this button, right? Because does that button presume the idea that nobody comes up with the idea of God after that? That's oh, interesting. Great. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, it's a flawed uh, yeah. <laughs> philosophical viewpoint, I would admit. But um, if at the time you had given me the, the, the ability to erase permanently even the, the forethought of it and all future thoughts could never do it, I, I would have. But again, that's wrong. People would just make testaments to quote unquote scientists or yeah. quote, you know what I mean? You're, you're going to find a symbol people and I'm stealing this from George Carlin. People are, uh, people love symbols because they're symbol minded. Get it? You get it. It's okay. a, it's, but it's true. People want that, whatever that thing is, be it a, you know, a cowboy sticker on your car or a Trump sticker. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Pick a thing. Everybody has their thing and they, they push that because I think deep down we all, we all are scared that there's not something more well people need to make sense of the world that they're living in you know like people need to find a rhyme and a reason for why things happen the way they do and i understand that i mean we all do if if it's not religion it's going to be something else like it's justice it's mercy you know like there there has to be a reason because otherwise we're living in a completely chaotic world and nothing matters yeah there's what, either you, a purpose for things or we're all nihilist. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I, can I, I mean, E, I, I assume that I, you would be on the purposeful side. Am I, am I assuming wrong there? Eric, are you uh, religious? Like you, you I count yourself I still believe in yeah. God, uh, that, yeah. if that counts me as religious, but like I also haven't been to church in a long time. Yeah. But I don't, you know, I pray probably every week at least, if not yeah. every day. Yeah. No shit. Like it's just as a conversation with sure. a greater being, with, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Interesting. So, Hannah, do you believe in, in anything above the, the human intelligence? Is there whatever? I don't know. It's not even a man. It's not a woman. Like I, I'm on record as saying I hate the fact that we have all been just forced into calling God he. he. I hate that, that it's synonymous. <laughs> I hate it so much. I hate it, hate it, hate it. When I am, like, jokingly referring to God, I always call God she. Um, I like that. I mean, and, yeah. and God is not a she. God is not a he, whatever. <laughs> if even there is a God, which I think yeah. I do believe, it's not a he or a she. There's no way God has yeah. tits or a dick. Like, stop it. Just stop. <laughs> stop. Yeah. So, well, um, what if it had both? That was crazy. <laughs> That's the only way, bro. It's That's the, the only, only way. way, bro. But no, like, Hannah, do you think there could be or there might be anything? I mean, there, there could be. I, I do not personally believe in, like, a divine being. There could be. And, like, sometimes in my most, like, panicked moments, you know, like late at night where I'm just like Same. worried about the state of the world, you know, like I find myself being like, God, like, please, you know, please. Oh, yeah. So I don't, but, but I, no, I don't really believe in a divine being. Interesting. Yeah. Do you mind if I press then, do you, do you think there is an overall purpose or are we just making this up as we go? And just so you know, I don't think either one of those answers is wrong or bad. Right, right. I, I like both for what they could be. I, I feel like this is going to make me sound kind of like more cynical than I am, but I, I I do think like the world is a chaotic place, especially now, and I think it is up to us to like create meaning and create joy and show compassion um, and to kind of 
ease the burdens of others as much as we can. Um, but overall, like, I don't think there's a big guiding purpose. I think we create meaning for ourselves in our own lives and, and hope that they like benefit others' lives as well. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Sure. Like we I create our own there, purpose. Yeah. I don't know that there needs to be a, a deity for people to do right. good. Right. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hmm. For fact, us to want been... to serve people we care yeah. about or love about, like you don't have to believe that it's going to do X, Y, or Z. Right. It's innate in us sometimes where that comes from. Who cares? Yeah. But and I do think know. there are studies that are a study that has shown that people who are actually non-religious, like have more charitable acts than people who are religious. Like they, because like we live in this world, this world is falling apart, we need to kind of act as quickly as we can in order, like, and, and help people where we can, whereas I think people who are super religious who view this as just kind of like a stopping point on the way to something bigger don't necessarily feel the urgency or the impulse to make oh, things better here and now. So um, you would describe that to like a timeline thing more than like I don't, an idea of absolutism? No. I don't know what I would ascribe it to. I also, I think people now, yeah, do use religion, and I will say Christianity in particular, as, like, reasons to not help people yeah. in need. And I find that really disgusting. It's bullshit. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And it's completely, like, contrary to the teachings of Jesus Christ. And that, yeah, the, the conversations we've had on this show, uh, specifically with Eric, I, I love getting his point of view on this because that's always kind of been his take is that, I mean, regardless of what it is that Eric believes specifically, he also believes that you, you can just not be an asshole. Like regardless, you don't have to, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's the real takeaway from life. <laughs> just don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. it, listen, but seriously, that will take you so far. It will. So far. Like it it's will. such a big part of just existing. Yes. It really is simple. And yeah. it took way too long for somebody to tell me that or like yeah. for somebody to show me that. Yeah. yeah for, like, for me yeah. to learn that. Cause I know yeah. it took, yeah, it took forever. Yeah. And I still, yeah. I still catch myself being it. I still catch myself being like, just like shutting people off or just like, well, he was kind of mean. So fuck that guy forever. It's like, that's not. Damn it. Like you can't, God damn it. Try to be nice. But like, I think it's, uh, I think it's Patton Oswald that said, uh, his wife actually used to say that the world is chaos. Just be kind. And like, that's, yes. it's I a mean, very I, simple. I very absolutely simple like, uh, yes. If I, yeah, if I could pick like a bumper sticker, you're like, yeah, I, I agree with that. Totally. I love it. Well, yeah, man, I like it then. So, uh, everybody out there, uh, you know, the world's chaos, be kind and gig them Aggies, I suppose. Well, I, I mean, know. especially Fuck. now it's so chaotic. Yeah, it really is. It's it's nuts. Okay, here's a question then. I was going to try and wrap it up there, but I'm actually intrigued. No, 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 dude. I like where that's going. It is. It's it it seems at least increasingly chaotic. Do Mm -hmm. y'all think that life truly is, or just we're more aware of it via you know Facebook, Twitter, blah blah blah? Are we just more aware of the chaos, or is it truly more chaotic? And I mean, there's no right answer, but just what do you think? (sighs) I really don't know it. It probably feels more chaotic because, like, I am online and I, I find myself not able to, like, even read the news past a certain point at night. Because I really will lie in bed at night and be like, it keeps climate you change. Yeah, yeah. like, I yeah. have two young kids. The planet is on fire. Like, will they, you know, like, what what will it look for them when they're, you know, in their 50s? Like, and it, it, it panics. It absolutely panics me. Um, I imagine if I, like, lived... You know, if I had been this age maybe 30 years ago 
and been online, it probably would have been the, like similar, but I really don't know. F- things really feel now to me like at a real crisis point, but also I don't know if it's because I've been like in my house for a year and a half just like frantically like scrolling it doesn't help that, that does not help at all man <laughs> when you're constantly staring at your phone yeah. that's just all we have to do but there's, yeah. no, there's no option yeah it's no. probably I, I think it's probably both right like i think we have a greater understanding of the world at large and the chaos that it is and how that chaos affects us yeah hmm. and then i also think probably just the easier lines of communication and transportation and all that stuff leads to more chaos in general right Probably, yeah. I would assume that like mixing things together and just allowing for easier access of X, Y, and Z, yeah, it yeah. leads to good things and bad things. And on the negative side of that is probably the chaos that we all feel. Yeah. How have you guys be been in like 2020, 2021? Are you like full of anxiety, like full of panic? Like how are you guys coping? Go ahead, Joe. Uh, I, I bought um, I, my newest addiction is at-home workout equipment. Oh, I good have, for you. I have a punching yeah. bag. I have a treadmill. <laughs> I have a bench. I have a, a litany of weights. I have a, a weight yeah. vest that I run with. <laughs> I, I have a, a pull-up bar and a punching bag in the garage. Yeah. And he's like, I... It is the only outlet I have yeah. because I went and played basketball tonight. Literally for the first time I've played basketball in, in over a year. And the yeah. whole time I was just like, I'm sweating and these guys are sweating and I'm scared because like, what the fuck? If they have fucking COVID, like, oh my God, yeah. like I instantly came home and took a shower and was like, I'm scared to hug my kids. Like, I don't know that I'm going to do that again. Like it's yeah. just, there's just so much to be afraid of. And I, I don't, yeah. I don't know how to cope with it. I'll admit. So I just, I just work out a lot. So I'm not <laughs> thinking. And then it helps. It's just, it's just a way to distract, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. E, how about you? What's, what's yeah. your what's your mechanism? Yeah, I'm I'm probably less fearful of things, mainly just because I got vaccinated. But I yeah. lived alone through this whole thing, oh, and man. so like that was yeah. like really difficult to start. To just be like, I there was a segment where I did not hear a human voice for like four days, and then I talked, and it made me realize, oh, you need to talk to just like yourself yeah. sometimes because it's you didn't even see your you family out. or anything like that not for a while like i yeah. would see them you know once i see my parents about once a week something like that but yeah there's a good stretch where i didn't see anybody but yeah i mean i'm used to it now i love working from home i can tell you that much well yeah 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 same same <laughs> i hope that stays forever but also e and i know i know we just have different circumstances or whatever but like having four days where i didn't have to talk to somebody <laughs> sounds so nice that sounds like a fucking dream right now man just to have four days of just like turning oh off but God. i totally get it it's, it's not yeah stuff. i don't think you would make it no nah, that's really a great don't. point are you kidding i do this every week because this is like my segment remember when you talk. used to get on a stage and then yeah. say yada 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 sex is great. <laughs> sex, sure, have sex you tried jesus everybody <laughs> listening have you ever met jesus well you should and seriously oh thank you for listening everybody. Joe, remember when we did those like passion conferences bruh that's what i mean though we oh. felt something there like that that was it's it's an it's a it's a high unlike any other. Yeah. I, will, I will give it that for what it's worth. Did yeah, we you go to, to two years? I went two years. The first year Knoxville, I was like very into Tennessee it. And the second Nashville. year I was like, this is embarrassing. It's Nashville, I think. Nashville. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I did. The second year it was me and Catherine and, and I was like, okay, this is embarrassing. She was like, 100%. <laughs> like the, <laughs> the second year I was already on my way out. I was like, this is, this is not great. All they're doing is talking about porn. <laughs> That's really all they do is tell oh, you I how bad was porn ridiculous. was. And Wait, you'd be really? like, I, never yeah. I mean, a lot of seminars, like, I think they separated like the like males and females well, you and obviously can't talk about can't talk about obviously otherwise. yeah yeah and so i think they talked to the men about porn and i do vividly recall um us getting like some sermon from beth moore about being submissive <laughs> <gasps> yes 
I'm not going to name anybody, but my wife, who's from South Dakota, and they're you know Catholic, but I, I, God bless Catholics because they don't give a fuck compared to yeah. Baptists. They just don't, and I love you for it. Any <laughs> well, Catholic because doesn't. you could just say a few prayers and you're good. That's like yeah, awesome. you're good. I, I gave a couple Hail Marys and I'm saying, and, and that's for Ashley who's listening. I don't mean to diminish it. Yeah, nothing personalized, that, but you know, it is kind of that. I know Ashley cares and, and you know pays attention more than the majority of, of South Dakotan Catholics that I met and I love. Uh, they just didn't give a fuck because I'd bring up like yeah. this kind of shit and I try to like get discourse going they're like why are we talking about this yeah <laughs> it's super interesting they're like yeah we don't we're good no we, i went to church i'm set but yeah, yeah anyways she came down south and went to a couple different weddings and the vows were like i as the, mm-hmm. as the female will be subservient to the head of the house and she's looking at me like motherfucker you better never expect me oh, to never. say some shit like that on a no. stage no. ever so instead uh, our vows were sure sex is great have you <laughs> Jesus. thank you all for listening i love you thank you <laughs> oh my god